You're listening to AliCast, a deep dive into emerging trends in e-commerce and digital innovation. Brought to you by Alibaba Group, this podcast brings you behind the scenes at one of China's largest companies and offers insights about Chinese consumers and brands doing business in China. I'm Christine Chow for Alizilla and the host of this special edition of AliCast, where we're joined by the incredible and inspirational fashion designer, Dion von Furstenberg. Dion, it's such a pleasure to have you on AliCast. You're a designer, a leader, and a pioneer in every sense of the word. I'm curious, when did you first learn of Alibaba, and what was your impression? When you are a little girl growing up in Europe, Alibaba is one of the most famous fairy tales. The first time I heard Alibaba being this great giant digital retailer in China, I thought, Oh, what a wonderful name that they picked for it because it is the symbol of a grotta where you find everything. It's really a unique moment, not only for the fashion industry, but industries around the world because we're grappling with disruptions and uncertain future because of the coronavirus. How are you spending your time in lockdown? To be forced on confinement and to be forced on solitude forces us both personally and business-wise, to look at all of the things that have changed, to look at the things that matter the most, and to make decisions and to use this very unusual and hopefully unique moment in history in the world to reset. So I am very much at a time where I am resetting my business also. Because, you know, in the last 10, 15 years, I mean, there has been a digital revolution. And the digital revolution is changing everything. I'm really curious about your business because you were really one of the first Western brands to go to China. Can you tell us about your vision for China and why it was so important for you to enter it? You have to understand that I am born in Europe. I was born in Belgium and I was raised in Europe and I only came to America when I was 22. So my education is completely European and I am European. And as a result, China was looked upon as a cradle for civilization. Uh, Well, first time I went to China, I think, was in 1989. And of course it was, I went to Beijing, and it was a very different Beijing. You know, there were no cars, and but I always loved it. So I did not want to go into the China market just to take advantage of China. Uh, For me, it was a cultural exchange and uh, full of admiration and respect. And in 2011, I think, I gave a big ball in Shanghai and I did an exhibition in Beijing where I, I, you know, it was an exhibition about the story of my, of my dress, the story of, you know, my whole life. Both of my books, two of my books have been translated in China and I've spent a lot of time in China, in China talking to Chinese women, and I relate so much with Chinese women because Chinese women are really very, very strong. And I love that strength. And it's, it's 
So I relate very much to them, and clearly they relate to me because now I have nice, successful business in China. I have about 36 very nice stores in China, and now we're beginning to sell on Tmall. So I, I have a great love, respect, and admiration for China. When you look at China today, what do you think is the biggest misconception brands or designers have when they're dealing with or expanding in China? Well, I hate people who think about, oh, China market, and let's just take advantage of that. You know, I try to do the absolute opposite. I try to talk to the individual woman. That's why my books were translated. That's why I've spoken to universities. Every time I go to China, I speak to a lot a lot of women because that is what matters. Are there any interesting retail developments that you're following, especially innovations that combine the physical and digital in China, online and offline? I am very interested in in, uh, the digital and I'm very interested. I don't know about in China, but in, in the Western world, magazines have lost a lot of their authority. They've lost a lot of their influence. And I think that, therefore, brands have, have to have an editorial point of view. Brands have to speak for themselves. And what I like about the digital uh, retailing and all of that, and, but, you know, is that you could tell a story, you could talk to your consumer, and you could really show it. But I think that it's also nice to be able to go to a place, especially if your brand has a spirit. If your brand has spirit, then what you do eventually is you create a community. You create a community of women in charge. And if you ask me, what does it mean to be in charge? The most, the foremost, most important part about being in charge is a commitment to yourself. It's owning who you are. It's being proud and being happy and assessing who you are. If you own your imperfection, they become your asset. If you own your vulnerability, it becomes your strength. So being in charge, you know, is about the relationship you have with yourself. Once you have a very good relationship, the most important relationship in life is the one you have with yourself. Once you have that relationship, then any other relationship is a plus and not a must. And the other advice about being in charge is your character. The only thing you have full control of is your character. You can lose your health, you can lose your wealth, you can lose your beauty, you can lose your family, you can even lose your freedom, but you never lose your character. So I think it's very important when you make a community of women that we all feel the same. Because once we commit to ourselves, and once we, once we feel in charge as individuals, then we can use our voice, our experience, our knowledge, and our connections to create, make it, to help other women to be in charge and to be the women they want to be. And that's how you create a community. Once you create a community, then you, you have power. With the coronavirus, do you foresee any changes happening in the fashion industry or shifts in consumer behavior? I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of people, a lot of companies are not going to 
are not going to survive the same way. And I think that there's going to be so many changes in so many ways that, of course, fashion will be affected. How? We don't know. But I think there will be more. Well, I don't know, because if people go, will work more, that may change what you wear. But I think for a brand like DVS, that is a brand that is utilitarian, but at the same time, you know, it's to be beautiful and to be elegant and all of that. But it's also about being practical. It's also about being able to be flexible. I know that in my archives, anything could be worn today. And then you wear it down, you wear it up, you're at home. You can wear pull-on pants with a beautiful top. It's about a life. I always care more about the woman than I care about the fashion. So we've been talking to a lot of brands as well and seeing how they're weathering this crisis. And a lot of brands have said that the crisis really kind of sped up an acceleration of innovation. So more brands are using more technologies, more open to it, like online technologies. Like it's yes. Here. I mean, what, one of the things that I'm working on is on demand, especially with rap. So that with technology, you'll be able to choose your own wrap, use your own print, mix and match and all of that. Yes. Are you also using technology in stores as well? Yes, it's an integration. You know, there it's about mixing fashion, entertainment, technology, and e-commerce. The stores are important too because the stores are, are your community. It's where you create events, where people can meet and come and do things. There's a really a lot of experimentation going on in China as well. Uh, and you being, you know, you having presence in China, uh, you've seen how China is has reopened and recovered, how it was actually hit first, and, you know, just seeing that play out. Do you think Western brands have anything to learn from China and their experience? I think the world has a lot to learn from China. So when Wuhan was first hit by the coronavirus, DVF really stood out as one of the first international fashion brands to organize a fundraising campaign that was live-streamed mm-hmm. on Alibaba's e-commerce platforms. You yourself even mm-hmm. made an appearance from your New York headquarters. China has, has survived for so long, 5,000 years. Be strong. We love you. So what was the experience yes. like for you? It was a wonderful moment. It was, I should not take all the credit. Gabby Irata, who works for me, she, it was her idea. And, and we assembled and we had a few women, Chinese and, and Americans, and in what we were having drinks and cocktails in my, in my studio. And we talked, and we talked about hard times, and we talked about how we, you know, how we survive. And I don't know, and within minutes, all of a sudden, it was like a therapy session. Everybody was talked so seriously and with so much uh, power and so much intimacy, it ended up being a, just a lovely, lovely conversation, and it was very real. It wasn't fake. It wasn't planned. It was real, real. And because it was filmed, I think a lot of people who watched it felt the same thing as we felt when we were doing it, experiencing it. And so there was a lot of realness. There was a lot of authenticity. And at the end, I think authenticity and honesty 
matter. I think that really shone through because, you know, I watched the live stream myself. Uh, I know people, audiences that have watched it from China and they cried. <laughs> they teared up watching the live stream. It was actually the first time I saw you on live stream. As you know, live stream has become popular. Uh, it's not an essential way of communicating directly with consumers uh, in China and now increasingly around the world. So just wanted to hear your thoughts about the tool, live streaming in general. I think I love it. I mean, now that I'm in confinement, for example, you know, I do podcasts also for that people can watch on uh, here on, on Spotify. But I've also done in, uh, conversations online on Zoom with Gloria Steinem. I've done it with, I mean, you know, interesting people. And people love it. And I, out of all of that, those Zooms and things, what I think is so interesting is that, it's, you know, you have no makeup artist, no hair, no light, nothing. It's really very natural. And this, and this is, I, I don't know. I guess that the, that the authenticity of it all is very compelling. Yeah, you've been a big supporter of innovation and technology and fashion. And we've recently seen you making bold moves, like live streaming your show also on Shanghai Fashion Week. So how is that? Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. BBF adopted digital technologies early on to be a first mover in this space. Well, because I like to be, I like, you know, even though I'm an older woman, I mean, I love to look ahead. I love to look ahead. And I love, and I, I just part of who I am. I'm very curious and I'm fascinated and I love communication and I love discovering and I love exchanging ideas and exchanging opinions and, and sharing. Well, how important is innovation for DVF, the brand? It's completely important. I mean, it's everything. It's absolutely everything. I mean, innovation is, and, and right now, as we, as we speak, I am planning all kinds of very innovative things for next year. That precise need, you know, is, is a convergence between entertainment and technology and fashion and e-commerce. So I guess we will be talking more, and I want to be more and more involved. Alibaba has their office right next to me in in New York, so it could actually we could go from windows to windows. And I am I'm fascinated. I think it's it's amazing, and I hope we could do this over and over again. Has partnering with Alibaba or Tmall helped power your digital transformation? Yes, of course. And this is only the beginning. I hope we can definitely catch up with you another time in the future, hopefully in Hangzhou. I want to thank you again for joining us on AliCast. Thank you.